Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. What do you do when your partner gets along great with their ex and wants to spend all holidays and main events with their ex and their kids that they share together? You're invited too, of course, but you end up feeling like a third wheel. So somehow you're wondering, well, how do I fit into all this? Do you push your own feelings aside for the greater good? Or is it time to draw some boundaries and say what you need? Today, we're going to figure that out together. So stay tuned. I'm Dr. Abby Medcalf, and I'm a practicing psychologist, number one Amazon bestselling author, TEDx speaker, and all-around relationship maven with over 35 years of experience helping people just like you. Join me as I teach you actionable tips and strategies to create connection, joy, and ease in all your relationships. So let's get to it. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm Dr. Abby Metcalf, and it's wonderful to be here with you. If you're watching me on YouTube, which I hope you are, and if you are, subscribe, like, do the things, um, you'll see that I've set up my desk a little differently. It's much better. I don't know what took me so long. Um, (laughs) I had a standing desk. Anyway, it's a long story. I'm not going to get into it, but I feel like it's it's, uh, it's, it's better now. Um, so you can comment below the video and let me know if you agree, but I think it's, I'm not looking up into the camera as much anyway. So this question came, uh, from a listener and who we're going to call Lucy today. You know, I always like to name everyone and protect the uh, anonymity of people. And, and thank you for all your questions. Keep them coming. Abby at abbymedcalf.com, uh, or you can submit it on the website. Uh, you can DM to on like IG or something. Just again, no, I'm not going to answer some personal question in detail. Um, it's unethical. I've said this over and over, but people still send them. So I'm going to repeat it. <laughs> it's highly, highly unethical. And 
uh, I don't have time. I, I, hundreds of you leave me messages and write emails and things. I, I don't know. I work. I have to earn money. You know, I, I go work. I do things. This is my big give. I love doing this with you. And, you know, I don't have time to answer all your questions, even if it wasn't unethical. So please don't, you know, I've had some of you write in saying this is urgent. I'm like, I, I go talk to a counselor. You know, this this is not for, for me. Um, so I do want to say that. But when I have a question that I've gotten multiple times and someone just seems to, oh, quite, you know, phrase it just right, I will sometimes actually read the actual question and speak to it again in general terms on air, you know, in, a, in an episode. And, uh, and again, cause I know it's answering so many people's problems. So that's what I like to do. And other times I just go deep and create a whole topic on it and don't even really, you know, if resentment is coming up in a lot of your emails, I'll just do an episode on resentment, which of course I've done before. So uh, it's always good to write in with things that are going on. It's incredible how brilliant you all are with ideas I've never thought of that are so obvious sometimes. I think, how did I miss this in all these episodes? You know, we're over 250 episodes at this point. So, and you're going to be listening to this sometime in the new year of 2024. So welcome to the new year and let's get to the question. So Lucy says, uh, Hey, Dr. Abby, um, loving your podcast and so thankful I found it. Thank you. I appreciate that you call us listeners on our stuff and goodness knows I need the tough love sometimes. Um, so yeah, I, I, yeah, I hope it's loving love, but direct, direct love. Let's call it direct love. I, I hate to be tough on you, but I hear what you're saying. With that being said, I realize, hi, I'm the problem. It's me, little Taylor Swift there often. And I struggle knowing if it's okay to feel the things I feel and how to respond to those feelings sometimes. So I love this because I think so many of us just struggle with that part. Like I'm having a feeling, is this a boundary time? Is this something I should let go? What should I be doing? The number one frustration I have in my relationship currently is knowing that I'm okay with slash not okay with in regard to my significant other's ex-wife. We've And I do want to say I did email this person and ask, can I read your question directly? Um, because sometimes, you know, I do change the names and things, but sometimes people are giving very specific information and I want to make sure it's okay to read. And she said yes. We have been together almost four years now, and they were married for 15 years and have three children together. We have, They have a great co-parenting relationship and get along well, and I'm grateful for that. What I'm struggling with is that she is still included in many family activities, and my, as my significant other would like for us to all spend holidays together. I thought that I'd be able to handle that, but I'm not sure it's what I want. My significant other's family has said that the ex-wife will always be part of the family and they invite her to many family events. It sometimes seems like I'm merely an addition to the group and not the partner of their son and that it doesn't really matter if I'm there or not. And I I feel like I'm going to choke up just reading that. It's, oh, I can feel, I can feel that. My significant other goes over to her home on Christmas morning. I'm assuming she always has the kids Christmas morning and I'm home alone. She has invited me, but I haven't wanted to go. 
I know you have mentioned you have a good relationship with your ex-husband and that you do share some holidays together. I'm curious about your thoughts about this. Am I making this bigger or harder than it needs to be? Do I need to push my feelings aside for the greater good here? Or do I need to set a boundary for my needs? Not sure what to do. Uh, Thank you for all your insight always. Okay. Um, And we'll again say Lucy. So, woo, right? There's a lot here to unpack. and. Um, oh my God, my nose is so itchy. Sorry. Uh, and I really do feel like I can speak really well to this. Um, as you know, I've mentioned before on the podcast, um, my first husband, uh, um, is one wonderful man and there's a whole thing there I won't get into because that's our story. Not, not something that he's given permission to chat about on the podcast. Um, but he's remarried and, you know, and me with Gary, right? So, uh, and we like, for example, on Thanksgiving, we were all together. So it was my kids, Gary's kids, uh, you know, my ex, his wife, uh, Gary and his ex-wife, who I have a very good relationship with also, and, you know, and all the kids, right? So, um, <laughs> and, and, you know, whoever else showed up, but, uh, and we, we, we do, we try to do always Thanksgiving together. And, you know, the Christmas thing is a little different just because uh, I'm Jewish. So when we split and my ex is not, it was easy to say, you can have Christmas and I'll have Hanukkah. That wasn't hard. Um, But, you know, there's all the things, right? There's Mother's Day and Father's Day and there's, you know, graduations and there's, you know, whatever, kids' school plays and there's sporting events. And I mean, there are so many things that overlap. It's not funny, right? Uh, Especially, it sounds like these kids maybe are all, you know, high school or below. I don't know how old they are, but um, that they're younger. Um, And so, uh, and my kids were, Gary's were already um, older by the time he and I were together because he, he had them at a more normal time. I had my children later in life. Um, so anyway, you know, uh, they weren't that young. They were in like high school, but you know, mine were like in middle school at that time. So um, it just was, there's a lot there. There's a lot to, and Gary has a, I have a special needs stepson um, who's highly, uh, severely autistic, nonverbal, you know, so there's lots of things, right? Lots of things in the mix. And all, I guess, you know, again, so many of us have this where there's these, these situations are often complicated. There's a lot of people, there's a lot of personalities, there's a lot going on. But, and what I do love when Lucy's talking, it seems like the ex-wife is very welcoming and loving towards Lucy, invites her over and does that kind of stuff. And I hope that's real and happening. Um, And so that part's great. And like she said, I'm grateful that they all get along and they co-parent well, because any of you listening who don't co-parent with exes well, you know what a shit show that can be and how much of a drain on your current relationship, because all of that comes into your current relationship and it can just really whew, blow things apart. So, um, but I'm not going to just speak from my experience. I'm, you know, like I, I never do on the podcast. I'm, you know, so much of what I practice in my personal life are things I've learned from d- being a psychologist, you know, and for, from being a, a counselor and being in the field for almost 40 years and working with people from every imaginable background, different countries, you know, different states in the United States, you know, just a lot of different environments. So I bring all that to bear. And of course, the research, we always, we always love the research, right? And want that to help us. So 
I want to start with this. The very first thing I want anyone um, to do if they're in the situation or anything similar is the very first thing you need to do is figure out what you need from your partner that clearly here Lucy's not getting. Okay. That's really at the bottom. Whenever you feel jealousy, awkwardness, you're uncomfortable, you're in this kind of family situation, it is because somehow you do not feel completely secure with your partner. And it doesn't mean that uh, we're going to call Lucy's partner uh, Ben. <laughs> it doesn't mean that Ben is doing anything wrong necessarily. It doesn't sound like he's inappropriate with the ex-wife or anything like that. It, uh, it just means that you aren't getting what you need. Because when we get what we truly need, what we truly have to have, when we get that, satisfied. The sock on the floor doesn't matter so much, you know, leaving whiskers in the sink or forgetting to put away the dishes or whatever, you know, those things don't matter as much. And, and I'm just telling you, that's what it is. When you feel cherished and safe and secure and all those good things in your relationship, the other things don't matter as much. And I feel very confident that with Lucy here, that that this ex-wife in this situation wouldn't matter as much. What I what I can guess is happening is that somehow Ben is not including her maybe in decisions around how to spend like things are just already done right. It's a fait accompli. Oh yeah, I I we do Christmas morning with my ex. You know, it it like it's already done as opposed to them discussing it. So she feels like she's sort of floating along. I totally understand, you know, the ex, you know, this wife and with the, this is the mother of these people's grandchildren, you know, her, her Ben, her significant other's family, right? The, these are, if there's aunts and uncle, you know, these are their nieces and nephews. So yes, of course they are attached to the ex-wife and I would hope so in many ways. This is where they've built that family together. So there's a lot of connection there. I know that, um, uh, when I'm with Gary's family, his ex-wife's name comes up a lot. They're on Facebook. They're all talking, um, as I would hope it would be. You know that that feeling. I speak to my ex's sister. His parents are gone, but um, who I was very close to. But uh, you know, I stay in touch with his sister and her wife. And I, you know, I don't know. Like there's not super close, but you know, when they're around, I always invite them over. Or you know, they don't live in our state, but. Um, I, I, you know, I send them birthday wishes on their birthdays and things like that. You know, they're, they're, to me, they're still part of my extended family. Um, and you know, that's sort of just how I treat things. So, but that feeling that you're having, you know, that our wonderful Lucy is having right now is, um, is very real that somehow she's not getting something from Ben that she needs that then when she gets in these situations, she's feeling like a third wheel. Uh, and there might be a conversation that has to happen in the future with her kind of mother-in-law, right? You know, with, with Ben's family where she, and, and I don't know if it's a conversation as much as, you know, reach out, go have lunch with, your mother-in-law or your father-in-law or any of the aunts and uncles, you know, his siblings may, you know, maybe reach out a little more to create more of a relationship with them. I know it's been four years, but it is different. The other thing I think that's really hard is that, you know, kids 
I think should be the priority. And that's why I work so hard at these relationships with ex-wives and current wives and things, because my kids are the better for it. They are, when we're all together at a dinner, everyone's very comfortable and getting along great. You know, um, I, my, my ex-husband's wife, I, I make her birthday cake every year because she loves my chocolate. My chocolate cake is the bomb. Um, she loves this chocolate cake and I, I love making it for her. It makes me happy. It's something I can do. You know, we just, I think of her on Mother's Day. I, you know, I, I, because we're so grateful for her and she is, it's, to me, it's so wonderful to have other adults that love my kids. Um, that makes me really happy. And my kids feel, seem very, you know, they're not perfect, but they're overall, they don't show, like my, my son is in a three-year relationship. He's 20. <laughs> he clearly is not afraid of commitment. You know, I didn't, I didn't ruin him for commitment. So, uh, you know, and, and I see him with his girlfriend and they get along great. There's no drama. It's very lovely actually. And so that makes me happy. I thought, oh, something went right here in all of this, that this feels, he, he's not, um, you know, rolling through females or, or being, or in a high drama relationship, a lot of tension. And so that's the thing I've always focused on is a low tension level. So keeping all that in mind for our wonderful Lucy right now, and for you, if you're listening, and this applies to you, is what do you need in the relationship? And I want you to think about outside of the ex-wife or the ex-husband or, you know, whatever your situation is outside of them and the kids. Cause sometimes it's just feeling like an outsider with your partner and their children. If you know, when you're not the parent of those kids, the bio parent of those kids, uh, sometimes it can just feel like on the outside of that. So what is happening that you feel on the outside? What is not getting met? And I, and I will say that I'm I'm plugging my book, I guess, but I'm going to just say that the, which is in the background here on my um, YouTube, if you're watching, the, my Boundaries Made Easy, right? The book that I just released in December. Uh, if you haven't gotten it yet, please, I'm going to tell you, because in there, I lay out a three-step process for creating your boundaries. And in, within that, the way you create your boundaries is by figuring out what your deal breakers are, figuring out what your core is, what, when that thing is missing, like that's what you need more than anything. And what happens when we're not getting what we need, we focus on what we want and then it becomes a mess. So in other words, uh, what I really need is to feel appreciated. So when you leave your sock on the floor, I don't feel appreciated. So now I'm nagging you about this sock on the floor, right? I'm, I'm, I'm going, you keep leaving it on the floor. I keep asking. You're not listening to me. And people will say to me, I draw a boundary. I tell them not to do it anymore. And he keeps doing it. That's not a boundary. Telling someone how you feel, telling someone that you don't like something, telling someone what you do want even isn't a boundary. A boundary is when you say that and then have an action that follows up. You have what I call teeth. You have something on the other side that you will do if it continues to happen. Um, and that might be throwing away your, all your partner's socks. I don't know <laughs> if you find them on the floor. I, I, don't, I, I don't know what your answer is. Buy your partner sandals and take away all the socks. I don't know. But, you know, you, and I'm being facetious, obviously. 
but do you see where I'm going here? So what happens is you end up focusing on the sock and then your partner is like, oh my God, you know, he or she is such a nag about this thing. I don't know what the big deal is. It's just a sock. And so they kind of ignore it. And then you feel even more underappreciated. You know, I'm not the maid around here. I'm thinking of this often. I have a lot of women in my practice complain about this in their relationships, in their heterosexual relationships mostly. Um, but do you see where I'm going here? So you're never talking about what you need, that somehow you don't feel appreciated. And it's not about a sock on the floor. There's something deeper and much more to feeling appreciated. It is a, it's a way that our partners interact with us. It's a way that they spontaneously, you know, look at us and like, oh, I feel like the luckiest guy in the world. I feel, I tell, oh God, I'm always telling Gary, just, <laughs> I'm like, I, I, I do. I, I tell them often how, I tell my kids this too. I tell a lot of people this, my, my girlfriends, you know, I'm, I feel so appreciative of you. I, I feel just so grateful and lucky in the world that I have you in my world. When you say things like that spontaneously, that's appreciating someone. It's not that I buy my friends gifts all the time or that I, I don't, you know, what would you do in a friend, you know, or that I always wash Gary's clothing. I don't know. You know, it's not that. Those things are nice. Don't get me wrong. Those are lovely. But that's not how people, that's not what sticks. So for a moment, you might feel appreciated. It's like a, it's like taking a drug. You know, <laughs> in the moment, I'm taking a drink. I feel a little better in the moment. But as soon as that wears off, it's the next thing and the next thing and the next thing. So feeling appreciated, let's say, or respected or whatever your thing is, uh, whatever that core value is. And again, in the book, I help you I help you figure out what those are. When you figure that out, then Lucy here could go to Ben and say, here's what's missing for me. That has nothing to do with the ex-wife or the kids or the in-laws or anybody else for the moment. And Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today. So really what might be at the at the core of this is that she doesn't feel like like all these what I think is happening is all these decisions are getting made because they have gotten made, right? You know, when Ben and his ex-wife were in mediation or with lawyers or whatever, they were deciding custody and holidays and all that stuff. So it was all decided before our wonderful Lucy came on the scene. 
And now she's needing to go along with all this. And it's like running after a train, you know, she, and I think that's how she always feels like she's trying to jump on the train and that, you know, it's already kind of taking off without her. So that is when you stop and go, Hey, we're partners. We've been together four years. I really want to talk about the holidays a little bit. So again, does like, is Lucy's family invited to these holidays? Like could Christmas morning be more? Then always being at the X, you know, like I get that that was the original arrangement, but is there another way to do it? Um, is there another way to think about how we all spend it together? Um, you know, like how do we brainstorm what this could look like now? But so there's a lot of options there. And, and so what I think is really happening is that somewhere Lucy doesn't feel seen or heard. She, she doesn't feel like she's really seen, you know, that she's sort of going along and because these things were already set up. And again, that's great. Good for you, Lucy. But at some point you start to go, well, what do I want? How do I want to spend Christmas morning? And, you know, Ben can say, hey, that's a deal breaker. Like, I, this is so important to me. I'm going to spend Christmas morning with my kids, no matter what. You're welcome to be there. You want, like, because Ben can have his own boundary about it. Right. And, and then, Lucy would have to do whatever she said she was going to do if the boundary wasn't met. Like then that's on her about how she wants. Maybe Lucy every year wants to go spend Christmas with her family. I don't know. Uh, there's lots of options for how that could be. And again, it's not just Christmas, obviously. I know she's not just talking about that. It's all the future things. And so to me, I would maybe focus less on the things that have already been decided and start talking about the things that haven't been yet. So the sports the kids are in, going to the games, who shows up, when um, when you're, you know, signing up for snack, what does that mean, you know, like on each side? Like, how do you put yourself into a parental role, like a true one, without, you know, feeling obviously like you're going to boss around these kids? I, again, I don't know how old the kids are, so it's hard. If they're really young and you're going to, you know, you're going to be with them for a long time in this way then I think Lucy has to be more part of what's going on and deciding how parenting will happen in the household. Um, it can't just be Ben saying, well, they're my kids, so I decide because she has to live there. She's She has to deal with these kids. It can't be one person deciding. And it's her home too. So this is my home and this is one of the ways I'd like to have it. So again, I want Lucy to really think about how she and Ben make decisions together, including around the kids including around how the home is set up, including around uh, volunteering. Like, let's say Ben always says, I had this with a couple not that long ago, actually. Um, they're, uh, they're, again, there's like a, there's two family, you know, they're, they're, there's a divorce and they were doing this thing around, that's why I brought up snack. I think it was right on top of my mind. And, and so they have, you know, snack, you know, that's what parents have to sign up for to bring in snack for the team. And my client, um, also a woman with this man who had kids, she, she said, the problem is he says he'll do it like snack. I got it. You know, you don't even have to worry about it. It's my kids. My ex and I are handling it. But the thing is that comes into my client's home. And so her ex now is busy with this other thing and she would really like those resources used another way. Like she would rather maybe he did something in the house and fix something and she could take care of snack, you know, 
Or when they decide to do so many, because they signed up, I guess, for snack many, many times, like over what was like, I think you have to do twice in a season. That's usually what I remember. But they were signing up all the time. And she was saying to him, I don't want you signing up all the time because it pulls, there's so much to do for us. And now like, just do the minimum. You can do the minimum. You know, we have a lot going on. And so, you know, because that, that bandwidth, that, you know, amount of what we can deal with is taken out with something that is sort of extraneous, doesn't have to happen. And my client felt like she had no say in all these things her husband was doing that he didn't have to do, but that were actually impinging on time she wanted with him or for other things. And so again, there's that feeling. And when you start separating like that, like my kids, I've got it, or you know, my ex and I have this handled. It's there's a place where, in this case, Lucy needs to feel included. Um, and I'm not saying on every decision. I get you. Don't come for me. But you, are you understanding where I'm going? I want you to hear the spirit of what I'm saying. That there needs to be something where she's involved, or she's always going to feel like an outsider in this relationship. And the longer this goes on, the harder it's going to be. The because it's going to be harder to leave if she has to. You know, if she just feels like I can't do this, I just feel like too much of a third wheel. You should never feel like a third wheel in your home. You should never. And I'm kind of giving this language to her. She didn't use it, but that's how it feels to me. It feels lonely. It feels outside. It feels like she's looking in the window, you know, and everyone's in there and she's invited in, but she feels like she's sitting on the edge of the circle. And I don't want that for Lucy. And that's why she's writing. And I, I really appreciate that she wants to do this well. And uh, But again, so I think the boundary is more about, hey, I need to feel Again, figure out what your what your you need. Figure out your core values, your deal breakers. And again, you can get the book if you really want to get deep on that. Because, and I highly suggest you do, uh, because it's so important to then say, and here's what I need. You don't really always know what you need unless you know what that deep deal breaker is. That that core value is that's not being met. Once you establish that, you can be like, oh, here's the things I, you know, I need for us to be doing in the relationship. And again, I, I'm just guessing, but I think it's about being more a part of decisions for Lucy to feel like a team. What I'm hearing is that she doesn't feel like a team with Ben in maybe in some things, but not in all things. And certainly not when it comes to his family, um, his ex and his kids. And that's the piece that it's got to change. Four years, that's time in. You know, we're, we're doing this thing, right? So that's that has to change or it's going to feel, always going to feel very lonely. And I, I, of course, don't want that for, for Lucy or for any of you. So and I just want to make sure I wrote some notes. Um, and I, I, yeah, so, and I think the the final things thing I want to say is that you know, if there's any jealousy you have with an ex, and I'm not hearing that strong here. I'm really not. I think Lucy is um, pretty healthy about all this. I really do. Um, but if there's, you know, if you're noticing that jealousy with an ex or something, you know, kind of, you know, hitting you in the heart about it, always look at that because jealousy, again, is always about insecurity. It's not about love. It's, it's about some insecurity that you're not handling. And obviously, many of the insecurities are with ourselves. And I did a, 
an entire episode on how to overcome insecurity in your relationships. Um, it's a very popular episode. Uh, so I'll link to that in the show notes. There won't be a blog post for this week, but there'll be a show notes page with the question and some of the things I've said today. Um, but I'll link to that one. The insecurity is what's taking you out, you know, sometimes, and you have to address that too. And again, so other people can't make us feel secure. I always want to be clear about that. And we can have things that we need and want that, see, then you're getting above the insecurity and the jealousy. What's above that? You know, what's a, what's a higher ground? And that is that, hey, I want to feel like a teammate, let's say, with my partner. For me, this is very high on my list. I want to know my partner has my back no matter what, that I am first on their list, you know, and that's what I want to know. When kids are involved, of course, it's not, you know, the kids are in many times going to come first. And I want to know that I'm at least a close second, <laughs> you know what I mean, to that, that I'm like, or I'm I'm right up there with them and that it toggles back and forth between the two, you know, that there's times when what I need will take precedence over what uh, the kids need. And uh, not, you know, not all the time, but sometimes like that, that at least has to be an option that there at least has to be room for that. And that's really what I want you to hear. I want Lucy to hear. I want Ben to hear that, you know, it, it has to feel that way. And when we're, when we get above the insecurity and jealousy, we get to, oh, I want to feel like it, you know, like my partner has my back. I want to feel like um, I know no matter what that my partner thinks of me first in all things. I want to know, you know, that these are my deal breakers. These are the things that mean the most to me. That at the end of the day, no matter what else, he's thinking, oh, I haven't asked Lucy yet what she thinks of this. Let me, before I decide on Christmas or something else, let me, let me go talk to her. Do you know what, I, you know what I'm saying here? Um, before I decide something with the kids, let me go talk to her, even though they're not, quote unquote, her kids. But it's in, the, in this partnership now, the energy that goes to the kids are coming out of that shared battery that is the couple. And if you haven't listened to my, um, my TEDx yet, uh, my TED Talk yet, please go listen. Uh, I'll link to that in the show notes also, where I talk about this a lot, how we're a shared battery and when one per person is more drained and has more going on, it actually drains us too. You know, if, the, if our partners have a lot going on, it drains us too. And you know this because if you if you if your partner's ever been sick and you were suddenly <laughs> doing more because they were sick and and having to kind of just emotionally be there in a different way and and all the physical stuff more you have to do right so when when their bandwidth when they're taken up with something else or if they have to work on a huge project and they're out late and they're not home at a certain hour you know it takes away from you hello. And so do kids, and so do exes, and so do all these relationships. Of course they do. And it, it is what it is. I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying you have to see it for what it is. So lean in. You know, I want people to be leaning in towards, oh, the two of us together are shared battery. So anything that's on your plate, it's my plate too. We share a plate, right? You, your partner can't, I'd say this all the time, your partner can't take anything off your plate because you have the same plate. So you're just moving around the peas, you know, like on the, on the table, <clears throat> on the plate. So I really want you to be able to feel that in your relationship, that we're partners, 
we're, you know, we come to everything as a we. And right now, I think that Lucy's not feeling that. And that's the real issue. It's showing up. The symptom is how she feels around the holidays because everything is more highlighted. It's more glowy. It's more obvious. But that feeling is there other times too. I think she's just not noticing it as much. She Or she might be and not talking about it here. Or she might be just tamping it down to be you know, to go along and to, you know, because she thinks, well, it is good that he's friends with his ex and he, it is good. And again, we're focusing on where I don't want to focus. So whew, I'm hoping, I don't want to overdo this, but I want to be thorough. And I'm hoping that that, you know, answers it. And anyone listening feels like, okay, that that's, that's the thing. Like, I, I've gotten the steps out of that that I need with certain situations with my own ex. And I know there's a lot of situations with exes and around raising kids and that kind of thing. And I really keep committing to doing an episode on that ultimately. I just know there's also a lot of podcasts on divorce and other things that it's not where I specialize on this podcast. So I just know there's other places to get that information, which is why I think I've been shying away from it a bit. But I... I think it's, you know, I think in our, in this season, you know, the second half of the year that you're listening to this in 2024, I'm definitely going to need to um, come back to that, especially with, you know, the boundaries book and uh, boundaries made easy, get it on Amazon or my website, Uh, especially with that, you know, it's so much about drawing boundaries in these kind of relationships. And I, and I'd love to give you some, you know, examples or ways to do it over and over that would make sense to you. All right. And my voice is getting a little hoarse and I don't know why, but um, thank you for listening uh, to Lucy out there, all the Lucy's out there, all the Ben's out there. I hope this is helpful. I, I hope you're really, you know, picking up what I'm laying down about what this is really about and how to be. And I hope it helps as always. You know, I'm uh, so grateful for all of you. <sighs> so grateful. It's really... See, I get to crying at the end. I don't know what happens. I get so full. Um, I really appreciate that we have this relationship. I, I love you. If no one else told you that today or this week, I love you. I'm here. I want us all to be happier, to find joy, to find connection, to find ease, to find growth in our lives. And that's what I'm dedicated to doing. No matter where you are, uh, no matter how you're listening or watching or whatever, um, I'm very appreciative you're here. All right. Have an amazing week and I'll talk to you real soon. Thank you for listening to the Relationships Made Easy podcast with wonderful me, Dr. Abby Metcalf. And I've got two quick things to say. Just give me one more minute. First, I love spending this time with you and I work hard to make sure every single episode is going to help you move from any feelings of frustration or resentment or anxiety to that connected, hopeful, confident. That's always my goal. So if you have any ideas for a future episode or just want to say hi, let me know what the podcast is doing for you. Anything. You can email me at abby at abbymedcalf.com. How simple is that? And the second thing I want to say is if you like the podcast, you're going to go crazy, crazy for my book. My book is really good. I'm really proud of it. You can find it on Amazon or on my website under the shop section on my website at abbymetcalf.com. It's called Be Happily Married, Even If Your Partner Won't Do a Thing. And even if your partner will do a thing, the book will still really help you. So that's it. Thanks again for listening. Talk to you soon.
Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.